Welcome to Find Me in a Book. This podcast is meant to be like you're talking to your best friend about romance books. I share my passion with those who love to read, those that don't have time to read, or those that don't like to read but still want to know and be involved with book conversations. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. Elaine is a writer, parent, young widow, and certified Pilates instructor. Her written work from her blog, Reconstructing a Year in Hope, has appeared on Refinery29, Well and Good, Insider, among others. She has now turned to fiction with her debut novel, The Midnight Garden, which will be released on November 7th. Hi, Elaine. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. So excited (laughs) to be here. So congratulations on your debut novel, The Midnight Garden. Um, how is it? How does it feel? Like it, it's being released November 7th. Um, so how does it feel? It's like, what, a week away? A week and a day. Um, oh, my gosh. I did wake up this morning and think, oh, my God, next, like, in a week from today, that'll yeah. be it. And then it's out in the world. Um, That's so exciting. It feels, it feels surreal, though. It feels like it's been a long road of dreaming about this and hoping to get here and it's finally here and it's like oh my gosh how did that happen I love that and it's incredible I loved it I devoured it honestly within a night like I just like was like to my husband I was like no 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 don't bother me like I have to finish this book because it, it was just so like captivating and the characters were so good and what I really liked is like Usually there's just like one character that's kind of going through like this process of finding themselves, but there were multiple characters and I loved that. It like was different and I just like, you're on a journey with each one of them and you just like hope the best for them and it was just so good. So I'm so excited for the world to have this book because it was it was so good. I loved it so much. Thank you so much for saying that. Thank you. That makes me so happy to hear. It was so good. Yes, you should definitely be proud because it's a great debut novel. Oh, I thank loved it. you. <laughs> so I'm sure our listeners are wanting to know more about you. Um, since this is like your first book, we, we don't know a lot about you yet. <laughs> so I'm excited to dig in. Um, so I want to know how you got into writing in general. I always wanted to be a writer. Um, Either a writer or an actress is... Oh, really? Okay. But then I'm very introverted, very shy, so the acting career died pretty <laughs> quickly. Um, but I've always been a reader. Like, when we were little, my mom took me, my brother, and sister to the library, and I would just spend hours walking mm-hmm. through the racks, picking I out books, it. and I would devour books. So it just sort of... I was like, I want to do From this. From a young age. From a very young age. <laughs> I would even steal at yeah. some point. I remember I started stealing her books, the adult books, when I was like 11. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. That is so relatable. Yeah. Because that's what I did too. <laughs> uh, my mom had like the Christian romance novels. And so I was like, okay, I want to see what this is about. Mm-hmm. So I love that. I love how uh, when you're young, you're just like, I want to read this. I want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually stealing <laughs> so I Daniel love it. Steel, so I understand the stealing the romance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, so you've always kind of wanted to be uh in writing. Uh do you remember like the first story that you ever wrote? Um I remember I don't remember the first story that I wrote, but I remember in fifth grade, um, we had Dare, which I think has changed now for kids. Yes. Um, but in fifth grade, my, the essay that I wrote for Dare won the competition. Uh-huh. 
And I remember really? like, this is what I'm meant to do. <laughs> I um, love that from the Little Dare program. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, but then as an adult, I, you know, went into different careers. And then um, when I wanted mm-hmm. to get back into writing, after I had my first kid, my daughter, um, I submitted a short story to Writer's Digest, and that won an honorable mention award. So I was like, okay. Wow. This, I feel like this I is love that. what I want to be doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do you remember what your first story was about, like in D.A.R.E.? Was it just about the program? It was just about the program. I remember I also helped okay. write the play, and it was about an angel and a demon with the, for the student. And then there was an angel and, yeah. you know, and a demon on his shoulder. I love that. That's yeah. so fun. Um, okay, so to dive deep deeper into that, did you always know you wanted to be a romance author? It's funny, absolutely not. <laughs> the very really? first, okay. the first novel that I wrote um, was paranormal, paranormal romance. So there was always always oh. been that romance element to it. But okay, I was very into um, Twilight and then Hunger Games and then Divergent. So I really wanted to write a YA paranormal romance or a dystopian romance. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was just kind of a learning curve or if I just didn't quite connect with Mm -hmm. that genre, but that didn't take me anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So are you wanting to do that? Like, are you wanting to kind of venture into that like later on? I don't think so. I I really enjoy reading it, but I really Mm -hmm. loved that little bit of um, magic that I could sprinkle in. I feel like that is the sweet spot for me. Yes, definitely. And yes, we're going to definitely talk about that little magic in this novel because I thought it was such a good like little twist and like element. So good. Okay, so I want to know, when did you know that you wanted to write this book? This book came, um, it was actually a long time in the making. I started writing it, I think, February 2021. And the way that it started, the initial kernel of the idea was I wanted to write a widow story but not but not a widow story like I wanted Mm -hmm. it to be more realistic because I don't know why but for whatever reason the universe keeps sending me books with widows in them and so often (laughs) I'm just rolling my eyes like no no that's not how it feels for a young widow that's that's not it right so it started with hope story and then it kind of just went from there Okay. How long did you, how long did it take to write it? About a year. And the very first version looks so different from the current one. Really? Yeah. Okay. Can you share something that was in the book that's not anymore? Oh, I have to even think. (laughs) We can always come back. Yeah, we might have to come back. I don't even even remember a hundred percent what got cut out, but it, it changed a lot. Okay, so I want to know, so it, it sounds like you, you read fantasy, like that's kind of where you like to read. You probably like to read a lot of different types of, of books, but do you have a favorite trope, like within the romance genre? I love uh, love triangles. Really? <laughs> and I know people hate them, <laughs> okay. but I love a good love triangle. Yeah. Like if it's well done and you, I don't know. Right. I think they're very hard I, to do yes. well. Kind of expanding on that. Do you like reverse harems? Because that's kind of like a, oh, why choose? Like you can have both love interests. Oh, funny. I actually don't know that I've come across something like that. Really? It's um, it's not my cup of tea, yeah. but 
I like to say like we don't yuck people's yums and yeah, some people yeah, like reverse harems but I've definitely tried and I I really am just like can you just choose please can yeah. you just like just choose one person like you don't need all seven. Oh my goodness yeah <laughs> like, like when it's so, like two but it's a tough choice that it you know that. yes and then it surprises you at the end mm-hmm. where you're like oh I read one um where it was like a, a love triangle and so you're rooting for this guy and the other guy is like evil but then at the very end he kind of like redeems himself and she falls in oh, love with like that. the evil guy oh, I love yes that. where it's like unsuspecting yep <laughs> Oh, those are my those favorite. Those ones are so good. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'll have to send you recommendations. Yes, then. I would love that. <laughs> um, okay, so within this book, I kind of got a, a sense of like a love after loss trope within it. Is there another trope that you like that I, you like to reach for? I love um, enemies to lovers, forbidden love, oh, yes. like a good Romeo and Juliet kind of vibe. I yes. love that. Okay. Yes. It's kind of like the twilight, like you were saying, (laughs) that little era. I feel like that started us all on that like forbidden romance, kind of um, like enemies to lovers almost. Mm -hmm. But like, I feel like that really started us all down that path where we're like, well, this is what we love. (laughs) Yeah. Even, I mean, like even I'm divergent dystopian, but it's even that had a little bit of enemies to lovers, a little bit of that they're not supposed to be together. I love it. Yes, I completely agree. Um, so I kind of want to know or shift a little bit to like your process with writing and everything. Do you read other books while you write? Um, do you kind of like immerse yourself in another world or do you kind of keep it separate? I love like, this question. What's your process? <laughs> I, lo- I love this question. It kind of depends where I am in the writing process. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm sort of in light in the writing process like I'm not quite immersed in my own world I can read other books but for example I'm working on uh, my next book and it just like sort of clicked the plot and I feel like now I can't read or listen to another book until I get this on paper because you don't want any like other outside influences or like you have it kind of like in your head that you want to stick to that and you know I'm it's another uh, like women's fiction a lighter book if I start reading for example like a domestic thriller all of a sudden I'm going to have a guy with a gun come in and that because I just know the way I'm like this is not the right genre what am I doing right That's completely understandable. Okay, so to go along with that, we kind of talked about like the books that you reach for, kind of more the fantasy. Um, do you always reach for fantasy or do you really like a mixture? I really like it? a mixture. I love um, okay. women's fiction. I love um, domestic thrillers, domestic suspense, mm-hmm. um, anything by okay. Alice Hoffman, Taylor Jenkins Reid, Emily Henry, I'm, you know, yes. all of those. Devouring. I love that. Okay. Yeah. To go with that, do you have a favorite author? My favorite is probably Alice Hoffman. I love, I mean, I think she just has such a beautiful writing style. I've never read anything from her. Oh, you would enjoy it, yeah. I'll have to, okay. Yeah, she wrote Practical Magic. Oh, really? Yeah, and and then it's actually, um, it's a whole series. So there's a prequel, I think, and there's books that come after. It's very good. Okay, I'm writing it down because I want to read that. Okay, I love that. And then you mentioned Emily Henry. Her books are so good. Emily Henry, yep. Her, her, the way that she does dialogue is just is incredible. Yes. That kind of snappy dialogue is so well done. I completely agree. Um, okay, so you have two young kids at home. Um, so how do you find time to write? Um, well, they're now they're not so young. They're almost twelve and thirteen. But usually, but I wake up 
Now it's I wake up before they do, which it's mm -hmm. easier now that they're a little bit older. Um, I get my mm -hmm. coffee and I write until they wake up or okay. until I have to wake them up for school. So around 5 a.m. is when I wake up. Wow. And then now I spend a lot of time writing in my car, like waiting to pick them up from school, yeah. waiting to drive mm -hmm. them to the next activity, waiting to pick them up from that activity. Yeah, so it's a lot in my car. Hey, that's okay. As long as you have like a good setup and you're just, you know, typing away, like I love it. You yeah. got to find time where you can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, going with that, do you have kind of like deadlines for yourself where you're like, okay, I want to get like this part of the story done on this date or like kind of what's been your process with this new book? I have in my head, I always like to get a thousand words done a day lately between just two kids and their schedules and the holidays and um, I teach Pilates. So it's just between everything, mm -hmm. I've given myself a lot of grace on some days. It's just not going to happen. But it, my goal is a thousand words a day. Yeah. So now I want to kind of go more into the Midnight Garden okay. um, and talk more into this book, which I really, I really did love. So to give the, the listeners a little, a little synopsis or a little uh, couple snippets of this. So the Midnight Garden is a hopeful and heartfelt story about a young widow who uncovers the magic of everyday life and the power of second chances. I want to know just overall, like your inspiration behind the Midnight Garden. It was... I mean, a little bit drawn from my, from my own life. I kind of kept finding, um, not to get too woo-woo <laughs> into it. I, so actually, I'll give the story. So, um, you know, my husband passed away, and I'm always looking for signs from him. So a little bit that was the inspiration of that he's still with me, that he's still, you know, cheering us along. So I read this book about how to ask for a sign. And in the book... It said to do this whole kind of like meditation ritual. I did that. The book said, ask for a sign that's not something you'll see all the time. So I said, okay, my sign I is going to be a lion. A couple, a couple months pass. I'm submitting a different book. I'm querying a different book. I get a response back from an agent. Eventually, mm -hmm. it's a yes. And her last name is Lionetti. And I was like, oh my. There is no way that this. Wow. You know, so it was little things yeah. like that. And sometimes, you know, I write about this a lot on my blog, so it's longer to go into. But, you know, a lot of people mm -hmm. say rainbows are their signs. But anytime mm -hmm. when things are really tough, I'll, there always will be a rainbow somewhere. So a little bit of I it was inspired that. of, like, there is something. It does feel like something magical or something connected. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to write that into a story. I love that. That was That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Oh. Like, I love that. I feel like everyone, everyone needs a little, little sign from someone higher above, like just, you know, yeah. you're not alone. And, yeah. and I love that. Just like the little things like that. With that and kind of like the little magic that we've kind of talked about, I really, I mean, I do want to know about like hope and will and all that, but I also, <laughs> I want to know about Maeve. Maeve? 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 Is that how you say her name? In Maeve? my head, it's Maeve. I want to yeah. know like how what was the inspiration behind her it sounds like you you've read books about like the little signs so how did she come about she kind of is just a mix of all these um psychics that i was seeing in mediums and okay. the author of this book that i read um you know and then just a lot of conversations of how to make her feel different but a lot of it it was just mm -hmm. coming from this person who's just living life on her own terms and who has this connection to something. And I, I kind of get a sense of 
she's someone that you maybe wish that you had just like you wanted this person to be there to like help you along uh, and absolutely and part of it is like oh I could you know one day I could be her living you know for it. other people I love it. you know for other yes. people definitely go for that because I, <laughs> I feel like that's definitely needed uh the book is based in a small town of is it King Seti King Set King Set yeah uh, in Rhode Island. Is this, this is, is this a real town? No, I'm I totally couldn't... made up. Totally okay. I Googled it and I was like, I don't think this is a real town. Okay. <laughs> so what was, uh, what are you kind of like basing the, the town on or like, what were you imagining while writing it? It's a mix of, um, my small town and what I picture living in a New England small town would be. So, but I pulled in a lot of what I know about living in my town into it. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got a chance to visit Rhode Island, which was fun to take a work road trip <laughs> to Rhode Island. Right. Was it so beautiful? It was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I bet it's so pretty right now too. <laughs> yeah, I went, I went um, when it was summertime. So it was, okay. then the water so, was so green. Yeah, everything was gorgeous. And then I wrote down uh, with like a small town, you wanted kind of like an experience of the village, like community, which I kind of, I kind of grew up in like a, a small town in Idaho. And so, but it, it was, it was too big to really know like people's business, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. um, but like you do read those stories where it's just like a really small town and everyone's in everyone's business. But also there is that sense of community where everyone looks out for everyone and it's just like a, a big family. And so I can see that just like the appeal for this story where she just has the whole town kind of on her side, but there's a couple other characters that are like a little bit nosy <laughs> that they're like, what are, what's going on? Um, but overall, I just, throughout this book, I just sensed that family aspect where this town, like they might like want to t like take Maeve out of the whole situation, but they're just trying to protect each other. Like mm -hmm. they just want to protect their little family and, and she and, uh, Hope has gone through like a lot of grief and a lot of the characters went through a lot of grief and are kind of finding themselves again. And so that's what I really liked at the very end where it just kind of like, they're just all there as a family. And like, of course there's the little characters where you're like, what are you doing? Like, get your nose out of there. <laughs> um, but like overall, I loved it. Oh, I loved yay. the community. I loved how they all flowed together. And there was, yeah, that little, that little moment where you're like, what's happening? Like, don't, don't kick Maeve out. And, right. and yeah, but overall I loved the feeling. I loved just how it flowed and the characters oh, again, just you. were so like thought out and, I did. It was very, it was very uh, refreshing that it wasn't just like that one character going through the grief, that it was like different stages of grief for each person and different like elements with what they were going through and like the path that they were going on and the decisions that they were trying to decide. And it was just overall, I loved it. Oh, thank um, you. And yeah, and some of that was inspired by, you know, just talking to other people who are also, okay. you know, who lost their other widows and other just people mm -hmm. and seeing how it looks so different for everyone. I love that. Yeah. I love that aspect that you, that you brought into that. Which character did you enjoy writing about the most? Um, I really loved Hope. She, I mean, she was the beginning mm -hmm. of the story. Um, right. I didn't want to make her me, so I gave her a lot more spunk than I have. <laughs> You know, okay. I didn't want her to have kids. Um, but mm -hmm. I just, I really loved giving her a voice and trying to help her find her 
where she was going to figure out like how she was stuck and why she needed where she needed to go next um i was reading like your blog um so your blog is called reconstructing a year in hope is that correct yes is that kind of where you got hope's name as well a hundred percent so hope has been kind of that the theme of the blog was how much hope that we had when my husband was fighting brain cancer and then paired mm-hmm. with finding hope in my first year as a young widow. And then, so yes, absolutely, I threaded that theme through, but I did not connect that I used hope in the blog and the book until just now. <laughs> the theme I realized, but not the name. Um, who was your most difficult character to write? I think it was actually Maeve was the toughest. Really? Okay. Yeah, because I wanted her to straddle this line of, you. I wanted readers to not be sure if she really had the best interests of hope in or if she was kind of looking out for yes. herself. And I found it challenging mm-hmm. to walk that without kind of being too obvious in one way or another. But I mean, it was fun. I it was super fun to write her, but it was, def- it was a challenge to get her quite right. No, you definitely hit it on the head because those are the feelings that I, I felt where yeah. I was like, okay, am I on her side or am I not? <laughs> Yay, like, do I like her or do I not like her? <laughs> Oh, that's, and that's exactly what I was hoping for. Good. Yes. No, you, you did it really well. Yay. Thank you. So with this book, it is a dual point of view. Uh, Did you find that difficult at all? Like writing Will's point of view? I like actually um, dual point of views because I think getting that break, you know, getting to see the other, how the other characters interpreting the same situation I always think is so interesting. So it was very fun to Mm -hmm. try to step into Will's shoes for a little bit and see what he was going through and understand how he felt about things. I have a hard time sometimes with like dual point of view because sometimes like they make the guy just not likable. Mm -hmm. Uh, But within this, like I loved Will. He was so like, he was sensitive, but not enough to be like oversensitive. Like he was genuine. He like genuinely cared about hope and the process that she was going through and like patient and um when he like basically called out Maeve I was like what are you doing like <laughs> she told you not to like I'm telling you this book yeah. like really gave me emotions where I was like what is he doing oh, I'm <laughs> like, so happy to hear but, that but yes I loved Will I loved everything about him and his kind of relationship with his mom and then his brother and then wanting to go back to LA but wanting to stay and just his overall like fight to really figure out what he wants to do yeah and I thought that was incredible oh yay <laughs> yeah he definitely he you know he was the opposite side like fully shut down you know hope was understood her feelings and you know she's crying in the bathroom in the first scene or trying not to cry in the bathroom and he's mm-hmm. like all right this is what I'm doing and here we are and this is what needs to happen so <laughs> You know, it was fun to compare and contrast them. Okay, so we've kind of, you've kind of hinted at it a little bit, but I want to know if there's another book in the works. It kind of sounds like there is. Yes, I'm writing it now, so we'll see if anything comes of it. Sometimes, you know, you write a book and you write and you're like, all right, this needs to be shelved, but I hope not because I'm excited about it. (laughs) Um, Within the same world as Midnight Garden or is it kind of a different like standoff? So I am playing around with the idea. It started off as a completely different world, but um, I'm getting a lot of feedback that people love Maeve so much that I think Mm -hmm. it might be fun just to have her do a cameo, even though it's a different world. So we'll see if I can do that in a way that feels right for this book. But 
I think it, it might be fun to kind of thread her through. Would you ever do her uh, origin story, like where she came from? <laughs> Based on some of the feedback that I'm hearing about people's response to Maeve, I actually might. It might be fun to do. I think that would be fun. Yeah. I think that would be so fun. I would love it if you did that. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that it seems like a fun idea. I hadn't thought about it until it kind of kept popping up. So are you able to share a little bit about your new book at all? Like maybe the, the plot or like what you kind of want to happen or is it just kind of... It's, as you go. Yeah, it's a little, I mean, it's still a little bit too new. It'll be, um, assuming it doesn't okay. change a ton, but it'll be a sister story, but I hope to incorporate it again. Okay. You know, theme, similar themes, but in a different way. You know, I like, Okay. I very much like working through the uh, grief and hope and forgiveness, but, mm-hmm. you know, in this other version of it. I love that. We'll so see. you said kind of like a, a sister, a sister book. Is that meaning like to go along with this or with, or the characters will be like sisters? The characters will be sisters. So it'll be two sisters who approach the same problem in very different ways. I love that. I have a sister and we both, uh, we both read romance books. And so (laughs) that's exciting because I I love, I love when people add in sisters where I'm like, oh, that's relatable. Yay. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And I love that. That's on the way. And you have this debut novel coming out on the 7th. And um, what's next? Like, do you have any, like, upcoming events happening or, like, just waiting for the premiere or what's, what's happening next? I think sort of just waiting for, for the book to launch and then, you know. Are you going to have a party or anything? Yes. Or like, out with friends? Or... Yes, I, I think um, yeah, I have to figure out the 100% of the details and quickly. But, um, but, yeah, I'll have, like, a launch party probably at the um, – studio where I teach because that mixes my two favorite okay. things books and Pilates yes. yeah I love that I mean mostly that it's so fun. the kids who are super excited to do something my son who's going to be 12 I don't know mm-hmm. where he thinks he's getting the money from it but he wants to throw a party <laughs> with a DJ and strobe lights he I think he like, has some yes. NBA celebrities he's trying to he'd like to invite so I'm like sure dream big <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love that Um, Okay, so with your, let's see, so I have your social media on here. We have your website at www.elaineroth.com, and then your Instagram is the Elaine Roth. Um, Do you have any other social media that you wanted to plug? Uh, That's all I have. Social media is not my strength. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. No, I feel like I kind of stick on Instagram anyway, so I feel like that one's the most important. (laughs) I mean, I agree because it's the one I understand the best, so. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Perfect. Well, is there anything that you wanted to talk about with the novel? Just very grateful for that people are reading it and responding to it. I've been writing for, I started my very first novel. I wrote almost more than 10 years ago. And I've been writing, querying, getting rejected, writing a new one, you know, taking now a writing class. And so I've been really working toward this for a long time yeah so it just feels really here yeah now it's here and (laughs) you know it's a crazy thing to put it out into the world and now it's out of my hands so it it feels very surreal and I'm just really grateful for that you read it and then you responded to it and liked it so yes no it's incredible you should definitely be very proud it it just it's a very solid, solid book. Yay, yeah, thank you. I just loved it. So I'm excited for everything that you're doing for your next books. 
Um, do you think you said that you've shelved a couple books? Do you think that you would ever like revisit oh, them no. again? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's a very oh no. <laughs> They're gonna stay in a dark, dark corner somewhere. <laughs> I love it. That's funny. Oh, yeah. I love it. Well, they're just for your experience. Then. They were they were just part of the learning process. They needed to happen. I love that. Well, I'm so excited for you. I'm excited for this book to come out. Um, again, it's on November 7th that this is released and it will be on Kindle. Is that correct? Yeah. And anywhere that people download books. Kindle, and... Audible. You can buy it on Amazon. Oh, Audible. Do you narrate this book? I do not narrate it, no. No, but I got okay. to, I got to pick. Did you want to? No, I didn't. <laughs> I, my own voice on camera sounds terrible, but um, I got to pick the narrators and that was so fun. Okay. Yeah. Did you, were you able to see what they like look alike or did you just basically like just based close on your their, eyes and just listen to them? Just on their voices and I think they were perfect. Oh, I'm excited. I'll have to pick that up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be fun. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm so excited that you're my first interview. Oh, uh, yay. So oh, exciting. It was like a first for both. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. So, no, I'm just so excited for everything that you're doing and the book that is coming out and like the characters that everyone can see and just like experience what they're going through. And I definitely think you did an amazing job. So oh, thank I you so much. I'm going to be following you throughout your whole journey and I will be rooting for you on the sidelines. Oh, thank <laughs> you so much. Thank you. Yes, yes. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Um, this is Elaine Roth and she her debut novel is coming out november 7th the midnight garden so everyone should definitely pick it up it's so exciting it's so good i highly recommend it and we will talk to you guys later